Welcome back to the Judge Jeanine Pirro Tunnel to Towers Foundation Morning Show. Joining us now is an experienced armorer, weapons master, and trainer. He is credited on movies such as Jack Reacher, Never Go Back, among many others. Please join me in welcoming Brian Carpenter to the Judge Jeanine Tunnel to Towers Foundation Sunday Morning Show. Good morning, Brian. Good morning. All right, Brian, I understand that you're an armorer, you're a weapons master, trainer, uh, you're also a veteran private military contractor, and you've done many things, as uh, as I said, films such as Jack Reacher, also television shows, NCIS New Orleans, Queen of the South, Claws and Zoo. I want to talk about uh, the, the set of Rust in New Mexico, the Alec Baldwin film, and I want to ask you a couple of questions. Uh, should they apparently, uh, now clearly there was a live round in the gun that Alec Baldwin shot. It killed cinematographer Helena Hutchins and it went right through her and then injured Joel Souza, the director. Now, should there be a live round on the set of any movie? Uh, no, Judge, there is never any circumstance whatsoever where a live round should be anywhere even near the atmosphere of a movie set. Okay, let's talk about the fact that uh, generally the armorer uh, as well as uh, the AD and the, the, the safety people are trained actors that they are never to shoot a gun at a direction of a human being. Is that correct? Well, it, that is, you are quoting one of the fundamental four safety rules that Colonel Jeff Cooper put down years ago. And whether you're a tier one operations uh, group or whether you're a range instructor, you know, teaching home defense, you know these things and you follow them. Uh, we as professional armorers, myself and my colleagues, and it's only a handful of us to do this, obviously follow those rules. We make sure that even if the studios don't want to or don't take the time to, we carve out even moments with these actors and any talent that's going to handle a live weapon try to teach them these four safety rules. And uh, no matter what movie you've seen, and it looks like they're pointing at a camera or pointing directly at someone, they're really not. It's a trick of the camera. Well, so, you know, Brian Carp- Carpenter, armorer and, and weapons trainer, I mean, the interesting thing is that this was not a remote a controlled camera. This was a camera being held by the cinematographer. So, um, you know, it, it was there was a person right there. And in addition to that, we now hear that Dave Halls, who was, I think, the assistant director, said it was a cold gun. That he took the gun off a tray of three guns that he handed to Alec Baldwin, but clearly it was not. Do we know whether the gun was a prop gun or a real gun? Do we know? Well, uh, obviously, and Judge, I know you, I've had some experience in this space, and uh, obviously you are definitely uh, familiar with it. Uh, The investigative body is going to, you know, have to, you know, dig through all of the interviews, uh, all of the uh, questioning of, you know, 100 and plus people there and try to get to the bottom of this and they've got their hands full along with the uh, look look we have our hands full in every investigation bottom line exactly bottom line bottom bottom line is uh the ad should never have had his hands on that weapon handing it off to an actor and if the weapon discharged and fired a live projectile, then absolutely it was a real gun, not a prop gun. All right. And in addition to that, there are standards, uh, Brian Carpenter, armorist, uh, there are standards where the uh, the person who hands the gun to the actor will actually take the, you know, open the chamber and then look down the barrel so that everybody knows there's nothing lodged in the barrel and the chamber either has um, blanks uh, or, or nothing in it at that point. Correct. That is that is correct. We take a flight. I mean, aside from the six levels of checks that it would have got had to make it through just to get to the set, 
then at that point, there's a double verification process where the armorer and the armor or the trained uh, armor that's also a prop master, that can be that as well, takes that and does a double verification process with one person of authority at the minimum on set. Sometimes everyone wants right. to see it. Okay. It's going to be involved. Yeah, and you now we know it wasn't done. Slide. But I, I want mm-hmm. you, I want you to take a listen to what Alec Baldwin said yesterday. Do we have that sound, guys? We were a very, very, you know, well-oiled crew shooting a film together, and then this horrible event happened. Okay, a very, very well-oiled crew. Is that guy? I mean, he's not just the main actor; he is the executive producer. It's his film company. He's responsible right. for the hiring. Talk to me about your interpretation of that quote, Brian. What we've heard, and again, nothing, you know, we're obviously waiting for you know the, the powers that be to tell us what really occurred, but what we've heard is there's been a lot of complaints on that set. There was a lot of people that had issues and concerns brought up prior to, and not just with firearm safety, but other safety as well. So all I can say is, and again, getting to the direct and harsh point is, a round made it onto set, a live round. It was pointed directly at someone, and it was fired, and it killed someone. So yeah. it doesn't sound oiled well or otherwise to me for that to happen. Well, you know, there was also, Brian Carpenter, an accidental discharge, two of them on the set of Rust before this killing happened. Uh, do you know anything about that? No, I don't. I think well, other than the fact that I think the armor put out a statement, Ms. Reed put out a statement to her attorney that she said, uh, you know, that, you know, she wasn't aware of any of this. But uh, hearing what I have through other sources, it sounds like that maybe it was a uh, performer that let the weapon discharge. And, you know, to be honest with you, if you have no proper training, which I've been pushing for years to get minimum safety training for any talent handling these weapons, which isn't it's an underlying deeper reason why all of this is going on, and it boils down to a dollars and cents thing. But yep. they uh, they did not, uh, you know, if they're not properly trained, you hand these blank guns off. That's why you have to have a skilled uh, armorer that has been doing it, has a lot of time, and knows how to sit there and watch it like a hawk. And transitioning well, from a real-world space to this, you know, I got even a little bit more understanding of how quickly something bad can happen if you're not on top of your game. Well, uh, clearly, uh, the, the people walked off the set of Alec Baldwin's movie Rust, uh, Brian Carpenter Armorer here, uh, because they said that they were cutting too many corners. They weren't getting paid. Uh, they hired this Hannah Guterres Reed, who a month before on a podcast said she wasn't sure she was even equipped to do this kind of thing. And she had only done one film before, and her father is like this master armorer you can't help but think that this 24 year old got hired uh because she was a legacy because she was her father's daughter she had no experience and she basically admitted it on a podcast yeah. well you know it's it's that it's also the modern culture to hire you know i see it you know and i'm not again youth shaming anybody here but hiring younger people uh they're trying to do diversity hiring on every level and i'm not yep. again saying there's anything negative to that whatsoever if someone i'm Hey, if, if anyone can do the job, then by all means. We I want the best person to do the job. Don't even a, apologize for person. it. Right, right. And, and you know, you're exactly right. And then if you think they were cutting corners before COVID, you should see it now. Uh, yeah. With all the extra staff and uh, COVID, you know, uh, personnel and testing and all of the things that they're putting in, now they're taking away from even more the safety protocols from the three things on a set that can kill you, special effects, stunts, and, gun, and guns, armor services. 
And okay. uh, you you have to beg for the time you need, the personnel you need, and that was even before, and now it's ten times worse. All right. Well, we very much appreciate your time, Brian Carpenter. We appreciate your expertise. Um, you know, I've got I've spoken to some people in uh, New Mexico. Uh, there are three people who are in the light of sight of the prosecutor out there, and uh, I think legitimately so. I think it's just a question of applying the facts to the law. But thank you so much for your time.